I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello, friends. Welcome back to another episode of r slash pro revenge. I know it's felt like forever since I've done a pro revenge and I'm back. Today's episode is one beautifully written post that involves a revenge over cupcakes. Guys, never mess with someone's cupcakes. Your world will crash and burn. This story is absolutely incredible, and I hope you guys stay for the whole story and subscribe for future videos. This story is titled, The Case of the Missing Cupcakes, A Sparky's Tale. We had an older hospital where over time, we'd been upgrading the CCTV, security, door access, and nurse call paging systems. I'd been to this company for a few years, but they'd been doing all the Sparky work here for over a decade, so we knew the whole place pretty well. The buildings, the people, the staff positions, the job roles, everything. I worked there a lot, so I got to know the drama, politics, and secret affairs too. I got to lead a team in building and maintaining each of the new systems. These systems had been chosen because they could all work together to achieve the client's needs and were networked. They were also standalone because government IT doesn't want third-party gear on their systems. We had to install the infrastructure and equipment. I had network hubs all over the place where I could access all four of these systems. Summary. I had admin access to 170 cameras, over 520 doors and gates, the security system, and the hospital-wide paging system. I know, a lot of power for one guy. On Tuesday, I was sitting at one of my network hubs, doing regular testing and maintenance. I'd just been checking the CCTV, watching Janine do that lopsided stumbling walk that she does in high heels. I believed I'd done enough continuous work at 10am to deserve a treat. That morning, Nancy, a nurse in pediatrics, had brought cupcakes for the ward staff. Nancy had kept two individually packaged cupcakes aside for me, clearly labeled with my name, in the staff room fridge. I walked the five minutes over to the ward, humming my own I'm about to have cupcake song. I opened the fridge, no cupcakes. There were maybe 20 still in there, in a big clear Tupperware container, but mine weren't. Not the ones Nancy set aside. Before I lose my shit altogether, and flip that fucking fridge over, I'd better go check if something dire has happened. Maybe one of the kids needed these particular cupcakes to stay alive. Maybe these two cupcakes saved the planet. Work is forgotten, and an investigation begins. I speak with Nancy. First, I ask if she saw that Janine was wearing heels again. We both make some jokes and have a chuckle. Then I bring up the cupcake situation. We go through the whole, they were there before, and checking the fridge so Nancy can confirm my story. It's like she doesn't understand that I wouldn't joke about this. We begin interviews. No one on the ward is owning up, and we believe them. Someone not on this ward has taken my cupcakes. The pediatric nurses are livid. Myself and my team want answers. Back to the hub I go, a quick audit of the door access reveals that Jerry went into the staff room between the relevant times. Not yet. Don't lose your ever-loving shit just yet. Do the due diligence. Checking the CCTV, I see Jerry, walking out of the staff room, carrying a bag, and wiping his mouth. I rewind, pause, zoom in. 
frosting. The hubs rack did nothing wrong, so I step back and stare at the wall. The first eight thoughts get caught by the filter. I calm down a little and head back to my nurses. They see me coming and gather. Sick kids are an afterthought in this matter. I tell them I know who did it. Don't want to say who just yet. Need some time to think. And ask if we can all keep this hush-hush for now. They say they understand and immediately ask who it was. They are, after all, government staff. I head back to the hub to continue work. Not walking 500 miles to eat cupcakes anymore. As I'm swiping my card across the reader, in that one second it takes the light to turn from red to green, a plan starts to play like a cinematic in my head. It's like my subconscious has known about this day for ages, and is now premiering its devious feature. It screens the permutations, possible flaws, ramifications, so many possibilities. I'm not sure how long I stared at the door. Rewinding, pausing, fast-forwarding. The plan's beautiful, and I promise my brain a cupcake soon. Let's talk about Jerry. Jerry was a general orderly who was supposed to float around the whole hospital, helping any ward, and pretty much anyone else when they paged him. He didn't, though. Jerry doesn't like walking around. Jerry was lazy and did not like patients. He used to work in the wards but couldn't find one without close supervision or patients, so he moved to day shift general duties. Jerry hated to be made to walk from one end of the hospital to the other, and Jerry hated the swipe cards and the electronic door locks. Some people just don't get technology. Some people just hate change and love to complain about it while not taking the effort to learn how to work it. While responding to maintenance tickets, I'd had to listen to Jerry whine numerous times about doors. For this, and other reasons, mostly Cupcake, I did not like Jerry. Jerry knew my distinctive name, knew what I did there, saw the other 20 Cupcakes, and ate mine anyway. Yeah, it's time to fuck with Jerry. At the hub, I make necessary improvements to my systems. I select a variety of well-chosen doors, set up auto-paging for different events, create different calendars, and set some automated conditions so everything swapped and changed around. Once I'm set up, with the program on hold, I go see Nancy. I need to give Jerry a chance to own up, even though I'm sure he won't. I ask Nancy to page Jerry so she can ask him about the cupcakes. Nancy isn't surprised it's Jerry, and is on board. The other nurses gather and ask what's happening. I tell them that Jerry's about to work off some of the belly. They aren't surprised it's Jerry either, and swear secrecy. I walk to the maintenance manager's office while Nancy summons Jerry. I go into the maintenance manager's office grinning, and all he says is, what, with a smile. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. 
He knows me, we've worked together closely for a while, we're mates, and he's seen that look on my face before. I ask him to just print any maintenance tickets generated by Jerry for card, door, gate, pager issues, but not to action them. I'll pick them up while I'm here doing other work and deal with them personally. When I tell him about the cupcakes and my plan, he's not only on board, he laughs so hard that he has a coughing fit for about 25 seconds. I head back to check in with Nancy and find that Jerry has denied all knowledge. What I'd created in my system was a randomized intermittent program, all focused on Jerry's card. A program that would send Jerry's pager a message to go somewhere way on the other side of the complex, seemingly at random times, based on Jerry swiping his card at particular doors. On top of that, sometimes the gate to the staff car park wouldn't work with his card, or his card would stop working completely, making him go get it revalidated, or a siren would sound for a few seconds when he entered certain rooms. I already knew all the staff routines and areas of responsibility. The patients wouldn't be adversely impacted, and Jerry didn't do any work anyways. Back at the hub, I clicked the go buttons. Week 1. By Friday afternoon, in 4 days, Jerry had raised 18 tickets. I grabbed a stack of paper from the maintenance manager and went to the orderly's office to find Jerry. While I gently fanned the tickets, he listed all the weird things he'd been experiencing. He was explaining how the duty nurses were getting annoyed at his unexpected arrivals, when I interrupted him to ask if he's seen anyone take my cupcakes from the pediatrics fridge on Tuesday. No confession. I'd only had 50 specially selected doors active in the program these past four days. That Friday afternoon, at the end of week one, I clicked the all button and added the other 470 doors. Week two. By midday Wednesday, there were only six tickets raised. I checked the systems logs and found out why. In just under three days, there'd been a mixture of over 85 events, and Jerry didn't have time to log tickets. When I spoke to Jerry that Wednesday, he demanded that I do my damn job and fix this stuff, and why I hadn't done it yet. No confession, no apology. Time for head games. I told him I'd sort it out. When I went to check the systems that Wednesday, I stopped the program. On Friday morning, I turned it back on again. Week 3. I let it run Monday, Wednesday, and Thursday. I almost felt sorry for him this week when I was talking to him, and considered stopping the plan. Then I remembered why I didn't like him so much. He ate my cupcakes. The one thing that I haven't mentioned yet is that standing staring at that door, I already knew that Jerry was in the final stages of disciplinary management. This was the linchpin to the plot of the film that ran through my head. Remember before when I said that I got to know the drama, the politics, and affairs too. I knew that one of those disciplinary warnings was for taking people's lunches on four occasions, and not because he needed to either. That's the reason the nurses and maintenance managers weren't surprised it was Jerry, and were on board. They knew too, everyone did. That was the reason why he didn't kick up a stink to the manager, or confess. I didn't want to get him fired, just make him apologize. Cupcakes are serious business. The final week. Week 4, the program ran Monday and Tuesday plan was only ever going to be for a month or until Jerry confessed and apologized. Before this Tuesday, I'd had a chat with Nancy. I'd asked her if she wouldn't mind a cameo in a little vignette. She understood and agreed. When I was talking to Jerry in the orderly's office, Nancy arrived and handed me a personalized pair of cupcakes that looked and were packaged the exact same as the missing ones a few weeks earlier. As Nancy was walking away, now silent Jerry looked at the package to my shirt, then to me. I held up the tickets, 
mustered my best Adam's Hill and said, Don't be a dick, mate. He was silent and very angry. I could see he realized that I'd been doing this on purpose. If he made an official complaint, the missing cupcakes would come up and he'd lose his job. Also during our chats, he'd heard me say intermittent issues many many times. Jerry was angry because he knew he couldn't do a damn thing about it. I walked off to the pediatrics ward where Nancy and I were gonna eat those treats. I hummed my tune the whole way. Loose ends. Unfortunately, Jerry was a dick one more time. He got sacked two months later for taking more stuff out of the fridge. I felt bad for him as I'd helped security save the footage to a drive. As I was walking up to pediatrics on that last Tuesday of the plan, I stopped the program and took Jerry's pager number out of it. I had to scrap the program altogether a while later. Some bright hospital spark finally convinced government IT to add the systems to the hospital's internet. Sysadmins are killjoys, maybe rightfully so. Maybe. Janine continued to wear the 4-inch heels on and off until she sprained her ankle. There's no showreel. Maintenance manager tried bribing me with Jack Daniels after this episode to add certain pager numbers to the program. There's no way I could have done that. He's an evil, evil bastard. We drank the Jacks as we didn't watch the non-existent showreel. Nancy totally fancied me. I mean, after all, she's only human. Nancy didn't fancy me. I just wish she did. I've never understood why people eat other people's foods in break rooms. It's just so bizarre. If you didn't bring the food, or if it's not labeled as community, why even eat it? And now, Jerry's on to eating more food in other workplaces. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode of r slash pro revenge. If you did, and aren't subscribed, consider hitting that subscribe button and turning on notifications for future stories. See you guys in the next one. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.